we're trying to get more towards that incremental event-oriented cycle where as changes happen in a system, those pieces of data are then generated um, nearly in real time and then pushed into supporting systems, you know, whether those be financial or, or other surround systems used to service policyholders, uh, again, kind of as they transpire. Well, I'm excited today to have someone I've known for a couple of years now, seen him progress quite rapidly through the ranks of Mass Mutual. So, uh, Sears Merritt, the head of technology and data at Mass Mutual, welcome. Thanks very much, Josh. It's a pleasure to be here. And we, we've got a, a great history going back a, a couple of years working on all sorts of things together. So, really looking forward to the conversation this afternoon. You have an advanced degree in, in data science and, and really started your career there. But maybe, maybe you could just walk us through a little bit of that background to start. So I, I, I got into to data and, and data science really through the, the time I spent in grad school. And I, I really loved that period of my life and, and my career because it was focused on, you know, just honestly, the, the pursuit of knowledge, right? Posing questions nobody knows the answer to and trying to think carefully about how we might go about coming up with answers uh, and ultimately using those answers to, to solve uh, interesting and, and impactful problems. And kind of out of the blue, as I was pretty close to the end of a search, um, which did not include anything in financial services, yeah. I, got a, I got a great email uh, from one of the executive recruiters at Mass Mutual at the time. She shared a, a really thoughtful job description that out of all the things I had, I had been reading um, over the last you know couple of months that I was out there in the market, th this one struck me as thoughtful and strategic and, and really focused on some pretty big outcomes for the company and the industry. Uh, so I, I was really interested in, in what I read there and you know reached out um, and happily went through some interviews and and as they say that the rest is is really history. Who crafted that job description and sort of who had the the foresight to to come up with a strategic role of the nature you're talking about. Yeah, so you know that great question. I'm not sure who actually crafted um, the description, but I can tell you the the people that certainly contributed to um, the strategy and kind of the the definition of the of the role itself was the the executive team over here. So Roger, uh, Mike Fanning, Gareth Ross, the, those folks were all key key supporters of starting up a, a data science function within the company and they all had i think a lot a lot to uh a lot to say about crafting the role you know can you share some of the maybe the problems you worked on or how you actually found data science to be folded into the business the the first thing um we did when when we kind of stood this whole thing up was first took took just a giant step back and said, how does the business work? And that was actually really important for me because I, I actually had no, no clue how the company worked at, at that time. Um, and so what we started to do was kind of frame things out in terms of life cycles, business processes, and, and things of that nature. Uh, when we first started, we really focused in on policyholder life cycle. How do we get a, a new policyholder, right? Starting from a, a marketing campaign or a conversation that's had with an advisor. Um, or, or somebody visiting a, a website, um, and then all the way through a claim, right? So how, do, how does that whole life cycle work? 
how many of the ideas sort of bubble up from data scientists and data engineers and other folks are kind of, you know, weeding through all this and realizing what's there uh, versus the stakeholder side, whether it's an agent, whether it's a policyholder and trying to understand the user experience and, 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 and then figure out how to use data and what you're building to to meet that need. So the ideation and identification of problems, and then more importantly, the quantification or the valuation of those problems were all driven by us reaching out to leaders across the organization that had accountability for those kinds of things and actually engaging in, in strategic discussions about what, what are the problems to be solved? How impactful do we think the solutions would be? And under what conditions, you know, would we would we be uh, interested in actually pursuing the the, the solution to those? Um, I'll say today it, it, it's a little different because we've got um, a large number of folks that joined us early on and and we've developed and they've stayed with us uh, and turned into these days terrific leaders in data science, and they've also learned the business. So now I would say it's a much more when it comes to planning. Um, with stakeholders and partners, I would say it's a much more balanced discussion. And many times there will be folks in data science that say, oh, hey, what if we took what we've done but changed dimension A, B, or C? Would that lead to improved retention, faster time to pay a claim, higher conversion rates in marketing, um, a faster time to do an experience study and reprice you know, certain types of certain types of products? They've now been able to ask those questions themselves and then bring some thoughtful um, ideas to the table with with business partners um, that, that ultimately own the, those processes. So I'd say it's, it's much more balanced today than it was at the beginning. And do some of the data science people evolve into where they're more sort of product managers or program managers on the on the business side? It, it's certainly a mix. So some some folks um, really uh, enjoy and want to continue to to be focused on the software development, the system design, and things of that nature. Um, others really enjoy that, but they want to transition and lead and lead teams and focus on strategy uh, and building teams and and developing people. And then there's that third category of folks that have learned a part of the business and have started to become really interested in the business itself yep. and have and have started to want to pursue, you know, non data science career paths. How have you navigated that so you actually, you know, are able to to get these things done and drive value for the organization? The the word I'll use when we show up to to have those kinds of, of strategy sessions with partners is is we show up as partners. Right, so we're we're here to contribute to to the planning and contribute to solving business problems um, through the application of technology, um, and in many cases, the application or the innovative application of of certain types of technology, whether that's stuff that already exists or or whether that's things we need to go create. I think that the most effective uh, way that we drive that partnership and and those relationships at at the strategy level is by first focusing on the business outcome and really making sure we understand what's the problem framed through the lens of the business that we're trying to solve and how are we going to know when we solved it? Meaning, how are we measuring outcomes? What are we really trying to do? Decrease time to pay, again, I'm going back to metrics, but yep. you know, there's, there's metrics and, and ways in which we can measure improving experiences for policyholders 
There's metrics we can use to improve operational efficiency. There's metrics we can use to drive revenue growth. But we first and foremost start there. And then we say, okay, let's take a look at the technology we have in place today. And are, are any aspects of our environment acting as bottlenecks um, in improving that process or you know, growing the top of the funnel? Um, and then we, we, we kind of work backwards from there and say, okay, um, well then what, what would need to change? How much would it cost to actually make those changes? And then again, going back to those outcomes, um, is that really the, the best place to focus to, to get maximum benefit? What other areas of technology um, besides the data science um, are are you sort of looking at and, and seeing opportunities? Uh, and we're, we're focused on um, at this point at a, from an infrastructure perspective in our core technology portfolio at the highest level, modernizing and, and simplifying our footprint, right? So lots of disparate systems that are all integrated and in some cases simple ways, in other cases really complicated ways. Um, and then, of course, we've spent a lot of time building up these these core capabilities that that sit within things like like Haven Life. Could you maybe share in general your strategy to partnering and anything specific to working with earlier stage companies? We we love to work with early stage companies, uh, whether that's you know directly as as a customer or or a partner, um, but also at, as an advisor. Uh, so we do have a, a corporate. Uh, venture group, Mass Mutual Ventures. Um, they've they've got a broad mandate and work with with many many different startups, and and we we love to partner with them. Um, again, both to provide feedback and direction on meaningful problems and and things of that nature. Where where we choose to actually work directly in more of a formal you know customer kind of relationship with with early stage companies, um, it's really driven by how much of a particular problem one of those early stage companies has managed to solve. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's kind of the, the the real trick for us. And then if it's meaningful enough, then we, we want to engage and work together to help build out the, you know, the remaining solution by, you know, contributing to thoughts around roadmaps and, and things of that nature. You know, I'm sure there's probably some companies that come to you and, 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 and they actually have a kernel of something you find is interesting, but maybe, you, you know, they, they don't have all the pieces in place for you to feel, say, comfortable working with them. I mean, are there any things that create a deal breaker in terms of not being able to work with a with an earlier stage? I, I suppose any company, but I'm thinking more of the earlier stage companies. Depending on what the problem is that we're trying to solve, there really could be deal breakers. So, you know, if a startup is working in a space with a lot of sensitivity around regulation, particularly in, in the data security and data privacy space, but haven't managed to get certifications or sign-offs from third parties around how they collect, store, organize, and process data, whether or not they can can, um, comply with things like CCP. Those kinds of of issues would absolutely be kind of, you know, showstoppers. And what we would do in those cases, if they're focused on, on, on a problem that we see as valuable is provide that feedback and certainly find ways to remain engaged, uh, whether that's through an introduction to our, our venture group or to, to other venture firms um, to the extent that they're they're out there, you know, and, and interested in wanting to have those conversations, or just by making sure, you know, we touch base quarterly. Um, and then I think, you know, once a certain level of maturity has been reached, then, you know, we'll typically want to engage in something like a POC 
kick the tires, provide some good feedback on whether or not you know what's been developed is is going to work in production at scale, um, and then of course develop feedback that would drive a, a roadmap and and future releases. You know, if someone is in a similar situation today and you know thinking about maybe going to a Google or another company like that, what what would you say to them today? You know, I would say for me, it, it's all about the mission and and the purpose of the organization. Uh, and the longer I have a chance to be part of this company, the more appreciative I am of being a leader here. Um, I think financial services insurance in, in particular plays a, a real big role in people's lives um, at really critical moments in their lives, whether it's it's health insurance, life insurance, right? You, you name it. Sears Merritt, Head of Technology and Data at Mass Mutual. Thanks again for joining. Uh, it was fun. Thanks a lot, Josh.